Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. The time, I think uh, at Vuga, we are continuously interested in helping people and helping, well, inspiring people really. So, because I think really our work is about inspiration. Whenever we open the radio, um, all you hear is bad news and uh, what I call obituaries, these guys, this news. And it's good to have people like you. So on the line, I actually have uh, uh, Marat Lenny, uh, who is the founder of, it's Tears, right, Marat? It's Tears, yes. Yes, welcome, welcome to this show. Uh, <laughs> so, um, just a quick one. Um, uh, Monday um, is um, the day for the elimination of sexual violence, if if I'm uh, if I get it correctly. And uh, you guys uh, seem to be involved in uh, uh, helping uh, in terms of uh, eliminating this kind of scourge. So before we even go into any 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 detail about it, tell, tell us tell us a little bit about. Uh, why tears? Um, I'm a survivor of abuse. Thank you for asking. And uh, I fought for my life. And uh, when I became well, I decided that I found that the support wasn't good enough for women. And having spent many years working in the townships, I realized that uh, 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 from the suburbs to the townships, it was no better. It was just as bad. In fact, there isn't more abuse in the townships um, or in the suburbs. It's equally spread as it is all over the world. Rich or poor, young or old suffer from abuse. But what I found was that in South Africa, we did not pay the service that we attention to abuse and, and rape victims that we should. And I think that's also a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, Ten or more years ago, uh, you wouldn't have been able to find a place that would help you uh, for rape and abuse. But in the last 20 years, we've come a long way and and we do help rape and abuse victims much more. But being a survivor and going through the trauma of going to the police station and them not helping me and the anguish because – uh, rape and abuse isn't just about what's happened to you in that moment. Rape and abuse has a lot of uh, um, after effects. For example, uh, you, you start to blame yourself and you feel so dirty and bad uh, about what's happened and you start to appropriate the blame upon yourself. And yet one must remember that Abuse of any kind or rape is the perpetrator's fault. But we have a society that is structured in such a way that we will always blame the victim. A good example is you're driving along the street and you've left your uh, window open and someone snatches your handbag. Uh, People will say, why were you so stupid that you left your handbag on your front seat? And to which one uh, should say, and then they'll say, well, thank goodness you weren't hurt. You're alive. Meanwhile, one should be saying, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. We're in a country where you can't even drive freely. And Mm -hmm. so that's the example for rape and abuse that we should be saying, 
Well, you know, it doesn't matter what time you were out and it doesn't matter what you were wearing. It doesn't matter that you went back to his place for a cup of coffee. That is not an invitation to rape or hurt you. And so yeah. until we get to that place in South Africa where uh, we have the freedom to, to live our lives, I'm afraid um, – it's not going to go away, and that's why celebrating, if you can call it that, or recognizing, commemorating, the commemorating. Day yeah. talking yeah. about is vitally important. Yeah, thank you for that. And and and, and I'm wondering, listening to you, um, and, and I've, because it's, it always takes someone who's been there to uh, start really taking action, which is kind of uh, uh, while it's useful, it's kind of weird as well. Um, yes, we it don't is. all have to go through uh, stuff for people to, 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 to understand. If you were to, 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 to enlighten uh, our listeners, what are some of the, uh, without going into obviously graphic detail, what are some of the experiences, co common experiences that people who've gone through either domestic abuse, have gone through uh, abuse even in because I think there's also how it happens in war and there's a lot of conflict that's happening across the continent and there's, and there's a lot of drama that has been happening in our country right now and I would imagine with COVID-19 it's bringing a lot of the challenges. What are some of the experiences that uh, people go through um, that if I'm, I'm, I don't know uh, and haven't been in that experience, I can empathize with that situation. Well, I think uh, 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 speaking from personal experience, which is twofold, I'm a survivor, but also I've been running Tears for 10 years and we help thousands of people a month. Um, I think that, that one needs to say is that uh, Mostly the victims are women. So when I speak about it, I speak about it in that fashion. But I first want to say up front, there are men victims as well. It's not just women, but mostly it is women. And so what happens is mostly women keep giving their partners a chance yes. because they think he will change. And no woman can ever change her partner. He can change himself if he makes a decision to change. So my first thing is that if you're in a tricky situation, I would always say leave. And I will give you a plan. We have it on our Facebook, on our webpage of how to leave. Because it could be that um, you've been in a situation where your husband has controlled everything and you cannot leave without a copy of your ID or your lease or your a marriage certificate, the birth certificate of your children. If you don't have a bank account, you need to open one because abuse goes across financial uh, 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 homes. Women get threatened that they won't be kicked out of their homes. So you need all those papers. So if you are in an abusive situation, I really say leave. I stayed too long. And I nearly lost my life. And I'm going to back my statement up with the fact that in South Africa, every day that we have proved, and it's probably more, that seven women every day in South Africa are killed by their intimate partners. Wow, that much? And that seven a day, that's accepted by the police. So 
there might be other murders or death situations that don't meet the headlines, as you said, the obituaries. And it also might be that it's recorded as something else, but that's the recognized figure. So presumably it's more. And so one wonders how that happens. It nearly always happens because you asked what are the things to avoid. So don't break up with your partner alone. Very simple. That's the rule. So the rule is do it with your best friend, the neighbor, your uncle, somebody. Do not do it alone because he will not be pleased that you're not obeying him. And he will take action and it will be to do something to you because you are now getting out of his grips. Mm. And that's a very, very common thing that women are killed when they are telling their partner or their past partner, lover, I'm not carrying on in this relationship as it is. I'm leaving and going to my mom with the kids or I'm leaving you and I am moving in with Billy, or whatever the the story is, everyone has a different scenario. But essentially, those I'm leaving you statements mean I'm I'm getting out of your grasp. So, which is is fascinating. I mean, that you say that. I mean, um, um, I, I, when I studied psychology, the reason I went to study psychology was really around and trying to understand why women in abusive relationships stay. Um, and I don't really know the answer <laughs> after many years. Uh, what is uh, one or two reasons why people stay? Because somebody would be sitting uh, there and going, like, uh, friends giving them advice, uh, maybe coming to you, giving you a call. I don't really think they pick up, the, as soon as they pick up the phone and speak to tears, uh, then they pack up and go. What gets in the way, in your opinion, or in your research, perhaps? Well, I also don't really have the answer, so thank you for being honest there. But let's just let's just say that internationally, the statistic tells us that women make eight attempts, eight attempts to leave bad relationships, mm-hmm. um, and then often it can end with them being badly hurt, uh, running for their lives. So, so, so I start on on a, on the premise that if someone comes to me because say their daughter's in an abusive relationship. Um, Advice doesn't help. So let me stay for that. I stayed too long. It nearly cost my life. All the research that I've read internationally and in South Africa is that besides that it takes them eight times of of planning to leave, maybe half packing, half leaving, leaving, he begs you to come back. You know, that's where the eight is made up. But it's from... People will tell me, well, I don't know what to do. And I'll say, well, can she move in with you? Because you see, talking to them about the uh, finding a flat is a lot different to saying, I know there's a flat down the road. I'll pay the two first two months rent for you so you can get back on your feet. Because So my answer to you is partly we do not help. We just talk. So rather <laughs> save your breath, it's not going to get you anywhere. Yes, I like that. I like that. So it's it's, it's if I understand you correctly, um, because someone is in that situation and they're feeling helpless, I would imagine, and feeling trapped, because I would imagine there are feelings of being trapped in it. It's here is a lifeline just in case you need it and then allowing them to take it um, uh, rather than having to just have a conversation. 
Yes, but also offer them other things. I have a spare room. You just have to phone me and I'll send an Uber. You don't even have to go there today with our wonderful world. Yes. And, uh, I mean, we have agreements with taxi drivers. I'm talking about yes, yes. in the townships that they will fetch someone for you. And so uh, I will send a taxi for you or an Uber because in some areas there aren't Ubers. And I will bring you to my house and you can stay. And so give them a parameter. You can stay for two weeks while you look for a job. You don't have to worry to pay anything. Because we tell them, I think you should leave. But when you're in such a bad situation that you've been beaten down physically, emotionally, you're terrified because somehow you you get you get uh, bonded to that person. And a, a, a woman that are in abusive relationships can't generally imagine their life without that person. Yes. yes Whereas yes. if you invite them to stay with you, they can imagine themselves living in your room, which is the start of the of the relationship. So one of the things that happens is if you find we we get um, we send lots of people to, to shelters, um, but there are certain requirements. If you're leaving an abusive relationship and going to a shelter. Number one, you have to have laid a charge at the police station. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, number two, when you sign in for a period, in, every house has different rules, but sometimes the phone uh, phones are under lock and key certain times of the day and night because you, you'll find that, um, like in Krugersdorp, uh, at one of the shelters, some men came and shot the place up because his wife was inside. But you see, if they've laid a charge of abuse, you can call the police and say the abuser's outside because the men aren't allowed in. So it gives her a, a safe space. And a lot of those people get the courage to move on because it is a very scary time and your self-worth goes down. So things that you can also do, let's talk about positive things, is that, so, so let's let, before you go into it, I want I want us to take a quick break. You're on Voga Online Radio, and uh, we are talking to uh, Mary Glenny, and uh, they are, she is with Tears, and we are talking uh, about um, uh, the, the domestic uh, abuse that is mostly experienced by women, and, and, and learning about some of the ways that we can essentially. What can we do? Because it's, it's it's good. You know, I always say the problem is known. Uh, what are some of the solutions? But let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll start uh, asking Mary, what are some of the things um, uh, that you need to pay attention to around domestic abuse uh, that will show you that it's happening, even if people are not talking? And then how do we, how do we reach out to them and, and, and understand uh, other ways of connecting? But for now, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. The Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is a professional development center for professionals who aim to improve their professional standing. This means that the learning programs we run are more than just academic programs. They are work-based programs that focus on leveraging your current experience as a professional to build your overall profile. A year down the line, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is developing into a preferred center for professional development in Pretoria, with eight professional development faculties including accounting, teaching, entrepreneurship, as well as IT and many more. For more information, go to acwbl.org or dial 
plus two seven one two seven five one seven six zero eight the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning where work is learning you're listening to Vuga Online you are rocking with the best welcome back uh, to Vuga Online Radio and uh, we are uh, on uh, <laughs> we are with uh, with Marie, and we're talking to uh, to tears, bringing hope and healing uh, to uh, women. And their foundation is a women-led organization, and, and help is provided uh, regardless of whether you are black or white, female, religion, culture, or socioeconomic background or location. And it provides assistance nationwide with 24-hour free SMS service to anyone who has access to a cell phone. And before we took the break, Marie, you were you were you were, you were uh, talking about some of the other things that uh, people uh, people can do to essentially help. Yes, you know, uh, because you do feel so so lonely, and somehow in your heart you hope that this person that you love won't hurt you anymore, and will change. So you expect a miracle, and the truth is, leopards don't change their spots, and things don't change. You can, you can't always, as a friend or a family member, be down on the person. She's found herself in a place, so you need to look at ways of encouraging her and saying, I'm so proud that you took the stand to go to that event on your own. You see, you can do it. And so we need to start reinforcing positive behavior because that person has been dominated by her her abuser, and it's so difficult. So things that I've done in the past is I've helped people open a bank account because what happens with, with uh, people that are in a situation of abuse, abuse is about control. Everything, has, you have no consent in anything, really. He'll be making all the decisions in your house. And mostly, you will not have your own money. So we, one does need to encourage people to open their own uh, account. So if they have any money for their birthday, whatever, they can uh, put it away or... If, if they can bake something for their uh, once a month that saves their money and they can put 20 rand into the account because money gives you a certain amount of freedom and it's very important for yourself to have some of your own money. So I will say, okay, well, let's open an account, bring your ID book. When we go out for tea, we'll open a bank account and I'll put in 50 rand to start it for you. So at least you get them on the path. Other things that I've done is I've bought people leverage files. And I've said, just in this file, file your kids' birth certificates. Do this, do that, because we just, some women have, have by their own choice or by domination, but it could be any anything in between, not mm-hmm. kept records. Mm-hmm. So you have to make the effort. And if you don't have an abridged birth certificate or any birth certificate, Next time you go to town, go to home affairs and apply for one. Start gathering everything. It's no use leaving and then saying, well, um, I want the child. You have to do a plan. Those are really helpful practical tips uh, rather than just talking. So with a few minutes that we have left, uh, two two questions I need to to, to check quickly. Uh, But the the, the loud one at the back of my mind is, um, is there anything that men should know and should learn uh, um, since. 
Um, since you say most of the abuse is uh, um, mostly with women, is there anything that men should learn and, and, and understand? Uh, well, you know, I've, I've, I've recently received an email. I get a lot of emails of people with questions from a man saying to me, I'm an abuser and I hate myself for doing that. Can you help me? So we've arranged for him to get counseling because that is so good. So what can men do is they can be honest with themselves. You know, yes. if you live with a woman that makes you lose your temper all the time, it could be that you are bad tempered. It could be you need to have a meeting with her and try and solve what the problem is. So I don't have a solution that comes out pat that everybody could share, but I'm saying acknowledge who you are and what you are. Very important. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And if uh, there are there any initiatives that you guys are busy with uh, that we should know and pay attention to? Well, one of the uh, very important things that we are uh, pushing this month, which uh, um, for the International Month of Sexual Violence in Conflict, is yes. the fact that it's all about consent. Can you imagine using sex as a weapon of war? Mm. And it's used as a weapon of war in relationships as well. So let's let's come into the situation where the right and the dignity of being able to say yes and no about what happens to your body at the forefront. So silence is not a yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, And it needs to be consensual. So my yardstick always is. If it doesn't feel good, it's not right. Find a way to yeah. stop it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 and, and, and in terms of um, how we can reach you and connect with you and see some of the other stuff that or women that are out there that are listening, or even men, because you said you do also support uh, some of the Ooh. men that go through. We're anti-rape, not anti-men, but we need a balanced society. And for society to be balanced, it needs men, women, and children. And so we are anti-rape. Whoever's been raped, we would be there for them to help them. Because I'm a woman, I predominantly help women, but we do definitely help men. Um, So I would love to hear from you. So I'll give you my personal email. It's M-A-R-A at tears, T-E-A-R-S dot C-O dot Z-A. If you write to me, that comes to me on my desk. And if you write to me, I'll write back to you. If you need a place to go to for help immediately right now, you can dial a, a free USSD number, star 134 star 7355 hash. Star 134 star 7355 hash. Anywhere in the country it works. We have two services on that number. We'll either give you the nearest place you can go to for help, or if you are in an emergency life-threatening situation, you can say, I'm in a life-threatening situation, I need help, and our call center will call you back within about 20 seconds and arrange a help for you. Yes, sounds very useful. Mara Glennie is the founder of TS and TS.co. That's where you can also find some of that information um, in terms of what they do. Last words for people that are listening uh, uh, in terms of what what we need to keep in our heart as we go through this month. Well, I think it's quite opportune with, with the situation in our country now where we've got 
unfathomable looting. We've got coronavirus. We all confused is to remember that we are strong people. And if you purpose to get better, you can bet- get better. Look at me. Um, I can actually honestly tell you that in the abuse situation, when I became well, I live my best life. I live a better life than I did before, not financially, but I am doing things that make me happy. So after yeah. abuse or rape, you can do things too that make you happy. So yeah. come on, we want you to get happy. Yes, and that's Mara on a highly positive note. Thank you, Mara. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, good luck on the uh, good work that you're doing uh, with uh, some of our people. Have a great one. Thank you so much. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. It's Booga Online, your inspiration radio station. station.